The United States suffers from a deficit of imagining the lives of other people. How does that strike you? It certainly stopped me short. This is a sentence that comes in the closing paragraph of an article in The Atlantic by a reporter who spent time speaking to some of the millions of folks around the United States who are hesitant or uh, refusing to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. And in these conversations and in deep listening, one of the things that this reporter discovers is that there's one question that seems to make these folks reconsider their stance and their, their decision. What if being vaccinated could protect your grandmother or your uncle or your vulnerable neighbor? In other words, what if this wasn't just about me and my immunity? Questions like this transform us. They're invitations to us. They're invitations to broaden our circle of care. They transform us because we were created to respond to the invitation to care. We were created to care for one another with love. We were made to consider one another in the decisions that we make for ourselves. And when we don't care for one another, it's not just the other person who suffers, it's us too. When we don't care for one another, we suffer. Suffer is the word in that sentence that caught me up short. We suffer from a deficit of imagining the lives of other people. We suffer because without one another, without our love and our friendship and our mutual accountability, we're not complete. In the gospel today, Jesus reminds us, again, we were created. He wants us to be complete. He says to his disciples, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Love one another that my joy may be in you and your joy, your joy may be complete. Without that love, we won't know joy because something will be missing. And, and when Jesus goes on to say, no one, no one has greater love than this, but to lay down their life for their friends. He means we're willing to let go of our own self-centering, willing to put ourselves aside long enough to imagine the life of someone else, to place someone else at the center of our own circle of care, to ask ourselves, how could my choice, my attitude, my word, the time that I take, my willingness to listen to someone else, how might that change someone's life for the better? 
This was the question and the invitation that led Jesus to lay down his life for us. Not out of masochism or misguided martyrdom, but for the mystery that by letting go of his own way, his own life, he could give life and give joy to all of us. In letting go of his own interest, he became completely free to share himself, to give himself away. Every day in our own communities and around the world, people do lay down their lives so that others can live or live more fully. People rush into burning buildings. They stand up for justice in the face of state violence. They spend the days of their lives in elder care facilities, taking care of people, giving others the gift of dignity. But we don't have to be Jesus or a firefighter to lay down our lives and to know the joy that we're promised. We can know it when we set aside the plans of our own busy day to listen to someone who's grieving. We can know it when we set aside our own judgment just long enough to ask real questions and hear the answers from someone who we don't agree with. We can know the joy when we set aside our desire to be liked or respected, to stand up for something that we believe in. Now, when you hear the word joy, is there a person, living or dead, whose face comes to your mind? It's very likely that this person is a person who helped you see what it means to lay aside your life for the ones you love. This is a person who kept Jesus' commandment to love one another, probably not perfectly. Maybe on this Mother's Day, it's someone who mothered you, someone who parented you, Someone who gave themselves away to you so freely, just out of love, just out of joy. Who knew that you were a gift from God, not an obligation. Maybe that person let you love them in the same totally free and self-giving way. Every one of us deserves that love and was born to share it. Every one of us is already loved that way by God. We suffer when we fall away from each other. But, you know, we don't have to suffer that way. We weren't created to be incomplete or isolated, or self-centered. 
We were made for the joy of relationship by a God who loved us first and whose true glory is our selfless love for one another. When we love another, when we love each other, just imagine, God is just beaming with pride and joy. Complete. As we continue in worship and in the days and weeks ahead, hold the memory of that person of joy in your own heart. And let's ask God, this week, how can I share that joy? How can I show that friendship, that love in everything that I do and say today? Go forth in love. Amen.